Welcome to the Antler Up Podcast, brought to you by Spartan Forge. Black Rifle Coffee Company is a veteran-owned coffee company serving premium coffee to people who love America. Fall is upon us, and there's no better way to get fueled up before hunt than with some Black Rifle Coffee. Coffee legitimately tastes better after a day in the woods or after a successful hunt. Fuel your next adventure and purchase at www.blackriflecoffee.com and use code ANTLER at checkout to save 20% off your purchase and or with your first coffee club subscription, Black Rifle Coffee. Last year was a wild year for censorship for hunters and anglers. We partnered with social media platform Go Wild to combat mainstream social media censorship. Go Wild was built by outdoorsmen and women by hunters and anglers just like you. Go Wild is a free social community. Not only are your photos not censored, they're encouraged on Go Wild. And Go Wild gives you points for things like sharing your trophies, gear reviews, and inviting friends. As you earn points, you unlock awesome rewards too such as gift cards, free swag, knives, huge discounts on brands like Garmin and Vortex, and so much more. Oh, and if you create a free account, you can unlock $10 just for trying it out. Visit and download GoWild.com to get started. Tethered is a team of saddle hunting fanatics with a passionate addiction to whitetail hunting. Designing and engineering products to be a more efficient and confident hunter, Tethered produces the most mobile, stealthy, and safest elevated hunting gear on the planet. Built by saddle hunters for the saddle hunter. Head over to tethernation.com to see for yourself what exactly I'm talking about. America's Best Bowstrings has been manufacturing high-quality custom bowstrings in the USA since 2006. America's Best Bowstrings strives on the commitment to never end the search for perfection, and this has been the driving force behind the company. Innovative products for every archer out there. Go create a custom set today at americasbestbowstrings.com. Our friends over at Half Rack just released some awesome gear and they were great enough to give our listeners 10% off their order. All you have to do is click on the link in the podcast bio or the link on our link tree on Instagram and that will give you your percentage off at checkout. So get some of the highest quality hunting and outdoor accessories that will help you prosper in the field. Half Rack is aiming to be mindful of the past, conservation conscious and evolve into the future. Forged in combat and tailored for hunters, Spartan Forge stands at the nexus of machine learning and whitetail deer hunting to deliver truly innovative and science-based products that save the hunter time spent scouting, planning, and executing their hunts. You can now take Spartan Forge with you wherever you go by downloading the mobile app. Enjoy deer prediction analysis, weather forecasts, historical data, detailed journaling, as well as crisp maps. It's time for you to make the most of your season and let Spartan Forge do that for you. Use code ANTLERUP to save 20%. Check it out over at spartanforge.ai.
What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Antler Up Podcast. We are on episode 125, and on today's episode... I was joined by AJ Iaquinta, Isaac Alamon Sr. and Jr. since we were together at the Seven Springs Total Archery Challenge in person, so we hopped on the mics to record this podcast. Each guest shared a quick story from the past hunting season and really what they've been up to and what is yet to come. It was a great to catch up with these guys and especially being able to record this one in person. Excited for what these guys have coming out this upcoming year. Enjoy today's episode and thanks for tuning in antler up <laughs> like i'm doing fact checks i'm like you know what let's let ready there's the oh espresso yes. with cream there we go ready this counts it's a black rifle water bottle all right so what i want to do everybody dude, we're doing we're doing asmr podcast asmr <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. It's sad that they're making more money than us, too, for <laughs> finger flicking and... <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? So we're uh, we're sitting here at a picnic table at Total Archer Channel in Seven Springs. We're back to uh, another podcast with the gentleman, Isaac Alamon, senior and junior, and we got another special guest with AJ Iaquinta. So all... I know those of you that are kind of long-term listeners been following us for a long time. A podcast together with Junior and AJ tied for the most episodes. Four or five, I think we're up to now. Yeah. Around there, yeah. I, yeah. Basically, I just don't have any other friend. We get the last-minute call. We're the best of what's left. Yeah. Guests is what we get called. Might need for. another podcast. Oh, a my whole, gosh. A whole other thing. How about it, man? No. Good guys. Senior, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. I'm doing really good, actually. Yeah. I just uh, drank uh, how many milligrams of caffeine is in this RTD? 200. 200. 200 grams of milli- yeah, 200 milligrams of caffeine and a lot of sugar, and I'm trying to go off sugar right now because I drew a great elk tag, and I want to get in my you know fighting weight, but now I'm kind of buzzing right now. <laughs> Feeling good. <laughs> yeah, so excuse everybody this podcast if I jump all over the place. This will be the five-minute podcast senior antler up version. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, man. So- Let's just, I want to just catch up. That's the, uh, that's the thing. Somebody's sounded like a big event was rolling through there. But I just want to catch up with the three of you since we usually catch up online. Now being in person is the best way to do it. And it's always one time a year. So, you know, Senior, we'll start with you. Man, right now I'm still just kind of in disbelief of this job that I have that I get to travel around, shoot archery and hunt with my son by my side. Um, it got to the point to where I was just kept thinking it's too good to be true, too good to be true, to the point where I was with a guy finally, and he goes, bro, you're like trying to talk yourself out of your job. <laughs> and Junior's the point, he's like, dude, dad, just why are you always so negative? Because I'm like, bro, we got to make sure we're doing this, 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 and this. We're going to get fired. And I finally now, after two years, just embraced this role that, I mean, Evan, you know, Black Raffle Coffee, what he's done for us and just allowing us to do this father-son duo. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I'm still in disbelief because it's one of those jobs where, you know, like when you're driving home from work and you're at that light and it's rush hour traffic and you're just fantasizing of, God, I wish I could be doing something else right now. What would be the coolest thing? 
And I, trust me, I thought about, man, I just, me and my boy, just be able to do cool hunting archery stuff. That'd be the coolest job ever. It doesn't exist. And it doesn't. But somehow we landed it. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, no kidding. You've been killing it, though. I mean, you guys, obviously, like you said, travel around the world, go on some hunts, do on some t- all the TAC events, and meet some awesome people. And, man, the one thing, though, I will say, and I mean this wholeheartedly, and uh, you're as genuine as individuals as they come. And it's just, it's rewarding to, like, guys like us that when when we had a chance to interact with you what we interact online or through text messages or on the phone or it's it's you it's not there's no persona that's hey here's what i want it to be it's it's you and it's 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 refreshing in this world and that's what you're gonna see that's what you'll notice too being in this industry when you meet these personalities and you'll see them and when you actually meet them they're really quiet reserved i mean uh not as outgoing yeah but they come out in their writings they come out in their videos they come out on their social media but in real life they're real reserved with us i mean you know they say apple don't fall too far from the tree it's like the things that he does i'm like yep that's my son right there yeah it's funny because yesterday at the tethered novelty shot I saw Duds coming off the mountain, and when he was walking back up to go back to his booth, he was like, hey, man, what's going on? I said, hey, to him and all that stuff, and I just watched for the next half hour, the guy got 15 feet, and I was just like, man, I'm sure he just wants to get to his booth, but, like, John was John, and it's just amazing to see that, and just because I... You know, any, if I have ever heard anybody say anything negative, I always try to rebuttal that because every time that I, whatever I see from him, you know, we're just talking about personas and yes. all that personalities. I mean, top notch guy. And that's the thing with John, you got to realize he's on that mountain 6 a.m. Yeah. Comes off that mountain 4 or 5 p.m. Yep. And worth people. Sometimes if you catch him, you know, somebody's going to have a bad day. But I'm going to say it right here. Mark my word, everybody. What you see going on with John Dudley right now, you're going to see in a few years with my man AJ, Knights of the Apex. <laughs> That's next up, AJ. You're being a little quiet over here, buddy. Sorry, but you came on with two people, a lot, three people like to talk. Listen, you're my, I tell everybody, you're my industry dad so it's, uh, and my industry brother. So, no, it's, it's, it's super surreal for me to be here with all of you guys. Like, Jeremy, I was becoming friends over the year. Isaac, you're my first friend in the industry like we just we both like we met at the here in pa what <laughs> four years show. ago at the yeah. outdoor show i think we both looked bored out of our minds is that the harrisburg yeah yeah, yeah. it was like oh, the, it was like the last day of the harrisburg show you were working for sever at the time and uh it was just a slow point in the day and uh yeah it was just one of those serendipitous things but uh yeah i, I feel crazy like just i i drove up here and from florida and just reflecting on how far everything's come and getting to work on content for black rifle and montana knife company and pse and and hang out with you guys and enjoy this stuff and it's just uh you know it's what you dream about when you you start working on these these passion projects and it's uh yeah it's just very surreal Uh, for for me it's funny because i was telling my wife yesterday when i got home last night i said remember four years ago when you came up here with me and i said i was like this newbie i looked like a complete like idiot with my I was like the first day of school. I got my backpack. I got my final harness. I had like all my arrows ready to go. And she's like, "Let me take your picture." And I, you know, before first we day, left. First day of school picture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I came down here. We walked around the tents, and I just remember my head was spinning. You know, seeing everybody, and then I went on the adventure of like starting this and putting myself out there, and it's just continued to grow, grow, and grow, and grow. And here I am sitting with you guys. I just never. I, it wasn't my intent. 
Yeah. It was just like, oh, have fun. And, you know, I've hunted my whole life. I wanted to follow a passion outside of, you know, teaching and coaching and all that type of stuff. And it's led me to here. Well, like, so all of us, like, we're happy to be here. We're excited to be here. I was the same way coming into it. But let's go over here to Junior. He was brought into that, and he really doesn't know any different. I mean, could you imagine, yeah. like, being in this world and just really <laughs> just grew up with it, yeah. you know, since the age of 12. That's you awesome. know, and that's been... To see it grow to the way it is now from three tenths to like two courses. Now it's like, what, five, six There's courses. There's seven here today. Seven, seven, seven courses. Nuts. Seven courses with black rifle, knock on. I mean, out of a local archery shoot from Utah to now it's almost everywhere. But as I mean, far, it's, it's as, far awesome. as the industry, though, you brought in. I got into it when you were eight. Yes. 2008. Yeah. So you've been in this world since you were eight. And tell him the time when you came home from Shields, remember? <laughs> and you said, Dad, do we know John Dudley? Oh, yes. And what did I say? <laughs> and he's like, no, John Dudley knows me. That's what he said. So this was, uh, 20, oh, this was 2018. Yep. He came to me and says, and says that. And I go, son, go upstairs in your folder. And you, know, you have all your autographed pictures. He's got Fred Eichler. Cameron Haynes. I go, go look through there. He pulls one out. It says, John Dudley, Isaac, thanks for teaching me everything, 2009. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So it. it's so cool to watch people grow up in this industry and see the things they've done. Because, again, I've told the story, even on John's podcast, I met John when he was selling DVDs out of his car. Right. And, you know, and those are the people I really enjoy looking for, are those just good people up and coming, you know, who are hungry. And that's one of the things I really enjoy. So that's what, you know, as far as sponsoring them when I've worked for companies and, mm -hmm. and it's just so cool watching all this, but it's fun for, it's just for us. It's exciting for him. It's like, what are you talking about? I, mm -hmm. Yeah. You grew up in this. I love it. Well, man, I, before we get continue on, like, especially with you, senior, I want to get back to mule deer Jesus over here, but I don't know. There's some I, other guy claiming to be mule deer Jesus on Instagram. Somebody uh, just sent me, <laughs> you know, I appreciate you bot. guys. Bot. It's a bot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is a bot. I just appreciate all the love and support that, that you guys shown our way. So I appreciate that. But what, uh, this year back on the saddle on the, scoreboard you got it done oh yes yeah uh, well yeah this past year uh, yeah that was in a lot i owe it all to my son on this one because he saw me pass <laughs> on a lot of deer so my thing is i'm not so much a trophy hunter when it comes to mule deer i just want something that gets me excited because mm -hmm. i feel if i'm hunting and i'm not excited about it and my heart ain't racing it's some you know sometimes it's not there okay so for this i just really you know, I, I just look for that deer that really gets, gets me pumping, you know, gets my heart pumping because we have such a long season and I'm willing to eat a tag than not kill something I don't want. And don't get me wrong. It took me 11 years after killing, you know, cause I went back to back killing two great big deer and I went back to back. And after that, I went 11 years, but during 11 years, I've had opportunities of big deer like crazy. And I'll start releasing the videos of them now cause it's been long <laughs> enough, <laughs> yeah. but my thing was i blew everything i blew the stock i shanked the shot you name it i did it wrong so but during that time you know when he was able to hunt since he was able to hunt the age he filled seven out of eight mule deer tags all public land uh, and the only time he didn't fill that tag is when i had back surgery okay and his biggest deer with the we were with a bow and then 
during that time frame is two. I think I counted. I helped 15 people kill their first mule deer. Wow. I was going to say, how many people did you help in that time kill massive deer? Because I've heard those stories, and it's crazy impressive. So, I mean, and that's, some of the, that's one of the things, because I, I always say, I go, I can show you the mule deer. You, it's up to you to kill it. I can find them. I love it. Well, you... Uh... Through all those years, like what were some of the things that led you maybe to this year where it, it that's what got you excited and you knew, okay, I'm not going to botch this this stock or whatever, like anything this Him year? yelling at me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that one's, uh, I mean, I I had to shove it down and start like, like no, like yeah. you've had, this is a good buck. Yeah, like, we're going after this one. Like he then he was just hot on the trail, just like I'm like he's he looks nice. Let's just go down there and see. And he just for sure enough just pops out, makes an awesome shot on this yeah. buck. And I was just ama- I was just amazed. I was I knew he was just good. I was yeah. like he's good enough. Like this is a good. I, mean, I, I had to get a look at this deer, and it was the fact that he, my boy, he's the <laughs> son. He's never seen me, and I've always been the dad. You know, you're the dad. You're the one that does all the work. You're the one that does, you know, all the all the scouting, <laughs> walking by him side by side. You know, yelling at him for make, you know, cracking a cracking a twig. Mm-hmm. So with him, for him being the one to actually spot the deer, tell me about it, and you know, come down, you know, with me on him, that was the. That was the that, ticket. That was the ticket. And, yeah. Because there was a, another deer course the night before that it, was bigger. Yes. A, nice deer yeah oh. and i completely screwed that one up and just just say whenever you're like gonna go spot a deer and you're like no maybe i'll bring, take, take my bow with me whenever you move spots in general yeah. always just take your take bow, your bow. With you. yeah <laughs> so yeah. for instance the next day when we when he killed that buck as i was spotting this buck he didn't have his bow with him <laughs> he left he left it like i say like 30 yards down the other way i'm like where's your boat he's like he's like uh-oh i turned into like, the kid yeah i was like oh my gosh hauling <laughs> ass to go get it but no it was a it ended up being a pretty dang good year because you got you had success too then oh yeah yep yeah good old 20 yard shot just came in and mm-hmm. simple as that just that done then and there you know couldn't, pa- couldn't ba- pass up plus i had it was like my last year for this dedicated program right, tag right going on and i just i'm like i just i need because you touched upon that last time on the podcast yeah. about the dedicated tag yeah how, on how it works yeah so it was my last year and i'm like all right held out enough i'm like whatever's coming my way it's it's going yeah. down you know what i mean you know, so it's <laughs> really cool with my son and that is you know as a dad you always want them to you know succeed have mm-hmm. them you know it's important for them I loved it because we were hunting uh, one time up there, and he goes, okay, Dad, here's a deal. If it's a 190 or 200-inch buck, it's all yours. You take it, okay? Because he said, I know you want one. You need one of those in your collection. He goes, I got, I got, I got plenty of time. You go ahead. It's yours. That's awesome. And I was like, damn, that's a good kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're raising him right. <laughs> so, I like it. And, AJ, you had success this year in Ohio. Yeah, I had a I had a fun time in Ohio. Um, I my first night in the stand, I wasn't even in the stand for three hours, and I saw the biggest body deer I had ever seen. Uh, and he only had half a rack. He probably would have been I don't know what he I'm not even gonna guess what he would have scored if he had a full rack, but he had half a rack and he was limping. Um, so I didn't know how. This was our first time going with this outfitter. I wasn't sure how like they were about cold deer and how the outf- the guide was going to feel about taking them. But he was 20 yards, and I felt like I cannot miss this deer. Like <laughs> yeah. he's so big, it might as well be a cow. 
But I let him walk, and uh, I posted the picture on Instagram, and everybody was ripping me apart for letting that deer go because he just had such cool character and was just such a big old bruiser. Um, but he'll hopefully, I'm sure he'll be around next year. But, yeah, th so the next morning with that fresh in my mind, uh, I saw a, a nice, uh, nice nine-pointer. Uh, uh, come out in the road 35 yards a spot that I had ranged not even you know right at first light and just gave me a shot that I just was super psyched about again like he wasn't a big deer but I could s see the tops of his nubs were kind of mm -hmm. rubbed down he he was all uh, scarred up and I was like that's that's cool I'm not I'm not passing up on another one so for basically first 24 hours I, I sent one went through him I saw him go down saw him pass less than a minute the whole thing was over and uh, it was a much shorter trip than I was expecting, but it was cool. And then I, I got to go hunt the family property with my dad and uh, got a doe with him and recovered it with him. He got a bear. So, nice. um, you know, for, for me, getting to uh, get some time with family is as much a part of it because um, they're the ones that, that got you into this, that got yeah. me into this. So um, being able to recover the, that bear with my dad and that, that doe with my dad, that meant more to me than the buck did. Yeah. I just love hearing that, that because you two hunt together. You and your dad had a chance to hunt together. And this year, my dad, it was uh, the one Sunday during archery season in November where you could hunt on a Sunday in PA. Yeah. And that Sunday, my dad, it was like 6.50. I just, I remember exactly 6.50, he starts calling me and I'm up in the saddle and I'm like, what'd you shoot? What'd you shoot? And he's like, I just shot either a seven or an eight and I, I'm pretty sure it went, watched it go down and he shot, a, he used a sever broadhead and ran up the hill, the mountain, which was good. That saves us some time to, to packing it out and everything. And he, he got it. And I was, he's like, you sound more excited than, than I do, Jared. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, it's, you know, it's been a long time since I got a chance to be with you on a recovery. And, uh, so it's it's just neat. I'm the same way. I love it. I feel yeah. like our dads come from the generation where it's like just stay in the stand. Yes. No matter what. And I'm like, no, I want to come help you recover it and pack yep. it out and, and gut it and all of that stuff. Yep. Like that's that's part of that. It. That's exactly what what it was. I'm like, oh, I'll get down in an hour. He's like, no, no, you you still you're, that's perfect time. I said, I'll get down in an hour. I want to help you. I want to you know I wanted to do that for him. And it was just I love it. For all you listeners out there though, you gotta check out AJ's dad. He's the coolest guy <laughs> in the world, man. <laughs> His dad is, yeah, I mean, he, was, he looks like he ate all of, he's me, but he ate all of the, the wild game meat. So, yeah, he's, he's a, a much larger version of me in a muscular version. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's the best. He Your dad had been in some mafia movie at one point in his life. <laughs> oh, he's got the classic New York accent. <laughs> yeah. AJ's dad is the type of guy where you're going out to eat. You're eating, and then when you're talking, he disappears, and the check's paid for. Yeah. He, that, that guy, he did that to us at TAC last year in he Montana, did. I think. Yeah, that was, that was annoying. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he'll, he'll draw back, and the deer will sometimes just kill themselves just <laughs> yeah, because, exactly. yeah. They're just Dude, so wasn't he using the same arrow for, like, seven deer in a row? He, has, he should be sponsored by Easton because he'd save them money, first of all. But, yeah, he used the same FMJ 5mm on seven animals. He killed, he killed two coyotes. He killed five does, a bear, and a coyote. With I the same FMJs weren't as durable. Well, and that's yeah. what, yeah. And that's oh, they bend. Oh, they're supposed to bend. Yeah. They, bend, yeah, they yeah. bend right as when you take a shot. Like, yeah. come on. And that's yeah. coming out of an 80-pound Hoyt RX-1 that yeah. he was using. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, that story needs to be heard. When people ask about an FMJ, I'm like, ask my boy AJ. <laughs> yeah, sure. like, no yeah. kidding. I'll be the first one to admit that Arrow is a unicorn, but that should be an Easton's cover of their magazine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Well, what's what's 
what's new, what's coming up, or anything? Well, for us, for uh, Junior Night, uh, again, Black Rifle Coffee, I mean, I'm not trying to plug it, but the owner there, you know, I've worked in the industry now for like 15 years. I worked for a backpack company. I worked for an arrow company. And I've done more archery stuff for a coffee company than I've ever done for them. And talk about an owner where, you know, a lot of these hunts, you know, a lot of uh, companies get give hunts, you know, mm -hmm. people give them hunts. And the companies will use them for, you know, salespeople, clients, and things like that. The owner of Black Rifle Coffee gives hunts to the employees. So Junior and I, we got tags to the Deseret. True. The Deseret <laughs> is a unit in Utah that's, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, it's basically, it's, it's, it's private land, not high fence, but it's private land. Tags, I want to say, is it 10000 15000 for a tag like that? From, yeah, roughly for mule deer. For mule deer. Yeah. True. And, uh, you know, I, I may be high on the price, but I just, those are the rumors, because we've mm -hmm. always heard about the Deseret in mm -hmm. Utah, but we've never been. So the rumors, of course, <laughs> from other guys. So you don't know. He gave my son and I each a tag. Oh, my. So that's going to be our deer hunt this yeah, year. Yes, we are so excited. And then... Just this past week, uh, he gave uh, he gave me a bear tag and sent me to Canada for a bear hunt. And like super last minute, yeah, too. last yeah. minute. As a matter of fact, I was supposed to do a bot a podcast with the bow nerds, and I, yeah, I got home and he's like, "Are we still good for seven o'clock?" I'm like, "Dude, just found out I'm going on a bear hunt. I just broke the news to my wife. I leave Sunday." Yeah, that's a, was, that's a good reason to, to skip a podcast. I was not upset. I didn't yeah. take yeah. it personally at all. I was like, "No, please so, go kill a bear." Yeah. yeah. So, and do you need a cameraman yeah. for this trip? Yeah. And I mean, you know, to have to have a boss like that. I mean, he sent me. He sent a, one of the girls who just works in the print shop. Wow. I mean, he gives the tags away. I mean, everyone looks at the company. They see this you know, hard-ass version of somebody in that. But he actually is probably the most giving person I've ever worked for. And, I, you know, I can't believe, like, you know, giving away hunts to people. Well, even I remember you sending me the photo of the uh, water bottle with the antler up sticker up in Alaska on your caribou hunt. So, yeah. So, I mean, I, you, yeah, so Kafaru, actually, Aaron Snyder said, mm -hmm. hey, I'm, get the, you get to Colorado, and I'll send uh, you got a first-class ticket to Alaska on a caribou hunt all paid for. Jeez. And I go 10 days. I'm like, wow, that much vacation told work and they said oh well go do a collab with them and don't got to use your vacation and this is coming from when i worked i mean and it's not a, it's not a di you know a diss sorry not a slam at uh badlands or easton but when i used to go hunt i had to use my vacation time mm -hmm. to go hunt right and over there you know they told i mean told junior and i you know my boss at, you know my boss at the time said hey if you're gonna go hunt uh he goes get content great he goes save he'll save your vacation pto for when you take your wife to the beach yeah and, you know and just it's again and i could be yeah. i could be totally uh, missing the mark here but like i think that also one it shows the kind of character that evan is but also like the character you guys are you know what i mean of just saying like hey go do this and you're you're growing the community of archery you're growing the Correct. community of the outdoors yeah. it's, it's not just like I, it just shows that it, it's a a win-win situation it for is. everything. And one of my, like, my main goal for Black Rifle Coffee working in the hunting outdoor side is there are a lot of guys out there, uh, you know, like myself, I didn't serve. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who feel because they didn't serve, they can't be part of the brand. Right. You know, they love the brand, but they just feel they don't want to be a, like a poser yeah. to say. 
And Black Rifle Coffee doesn't care. They, you know what? I've never been asked why I never serve. And because they're a veteran-owned company, they they're really big on hiring veterans. But they've never asked me, and they've never treated me any different. So that's my goal is to reach out to the hunting community and let them know, hey, this is a coffee company. No matter what you hear about them in the news, anywhere else, their goal is simple: serve coffee to America, to first responders, veterans, and anybody who just loves America. They want to serve coffee. Exactly. Them. Simple. Well, yep. I mean, my grandfather, who I grew up with from when I was in eighth grade, I mean, I, I lived with my grandparents from eighth grade till my senior year in, college, or in high school. He served in the Navy for 23 years, I believe. So I never went the military route, but I had that respect and I had that. And it's just, you know, it's been instilled in me and it's just, I respect and honor the individuals that did, you know, Correct. served and all that type of stuff. So it's, it's easy like to, you know, follow and, you know, follow along and be involved with you guys yeah so i mean it's great and then for me now i finally drew i mean my after 18 years i drew my limited entry elk unit there you go and so i got that coming up and excited for that and my boy right here he'll be he's not even he's not even putting in for anything he's like i'm going with you like yeah pretty much hunt does start till end of october so i'm like august september we're pretty busy looks like yeah yeah we're at tennessee total archery and we get back to the house, we're like resting up, and he's like, "No way, no way!" Like, it just like it was like something like I thought he was like, was like watching something funny or whatever, you know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, he, uh, yeah, and he pulled the boulder tag, and I was like, "Wow!" wow. I was like the top, best what, of the best, you know. What's the unit near Vernal? That's a really high end mule deer tag as well. I couldn't tell you. Oh, I, shit. Everyone, <laughs> everyone knows yeah. I have to watch that front from yeah. here. So yeah. if it's not in that Wasatch front area. Yeah. There's, I just, because I always remember when we went out two years ago, like where we, our unit being in Vernal over the counter, well, yeah. was, well, I'm sorry, it wasn't over the counter. You didn't need any points to draw. Yeah. So we got out there and uh, with one point in a group, uh, you know, application and you go down the road. Like we're where we were, we were seeing spikers and all that stuff, which we were all jacked up for to get out there and after driving 28 hours to go chase. But you would drive literally two minutes down the road, and there would be the next unit, and you would just see these hammers in fields, and you're like, oh my gosh, like just run a yeah. hundred and some oh, yeah. yards down the road, please, just so you could be in in that unit. So one day I, I would like to come back out and chase a mule deer for again for sure. Well, if you ever want to chase mule deer, there's a secret. We'll tell you about it off off, off the, the air. air. Okay. <laughs> I like it. How about you, Junior? You're just gonna tag along? Oh yeah, ta- yeah, tag along, help him out, man. Give him a big elk. Yeah. That's the goal still so, killing it out with the bows yeah and get cranking out um some more embarks you know psc mm-hmm. embarks and a little bit of levitates you know get those are a lot of my buddies are going in on one i'm just like man all right what's, there you go. what's there been you go. your favorite build so far uh lev- the levitates yeah for sure just because i mean out of the box like dude they tune up pr- really good man yeah. like and also the way they look the way they present them you know the more i post about them they just like I always sit there just regretting my color of choice of bow sometimes. I'm Dude, you're like, man. Ah, I'm man. like every every time I'm like, ah, like I this is this is killing me <laughs> every time. Every yeah. time. But you're black. black. The black all black is just dirty oh, yeah. though. Stealthy. I love it. Yeah, yeah. stealth yes. I know. And and I was like making a point to where someone said you can't kill a deer with a black bow or whatever. I'm like, you know what? 
I'm gonna prove a point. Yeah. <laughs> that's, like, that's why. That's why I got it. Honestly, yeah. I'll tell you so. what though. What's been really cool to see you do is like when you post uh, how many people you've been helping already, just like mm -hmm. over the last two years. Like obviously you're making the bows for these individuals, but like seeing the one-on-one -on -one coaching yeah. that you've been doing, I think that's phenomenal. Yeah, I mean I'm still have things to learn. Like I'm picking up along the way too that I always forget I address mm -hmm. at times. But um, it's like what they need too, and it's like that one-on-one -on -one is the best way to do it compared to like when there's a lot of people watching, and that's just like putting a lot of pressure. Yeah. And that to them, that's just not gonna make archery fun. Yeah. You know, it's like more well, that one-on-one, -on -one, working up close five yards. You know, keeping it simple, and just going through the basic and just going shot after shot after right. shot till they get used to it. So I mean. That's honestly a good way to like getting people, those new people into archery, especially like employees and uh, like veterans too. And it's just like, you just see them like once you get them going and they're, it's just like game over. You yeah. know, usually I tell this from day one, like people like when you shoot your first arrow, once you get like some of the basics down right away, it's game over from yeah. there. Cause it's like people, they, they, think they can't do it yeah you know they're not like oh i'm not coordinated or anything like you don't need a lot of mm -mm. whole lot of coordination or anything with this dude there was so. a kid, there was a young kid yesterday i saw on the range shooting like the hinge too and he had a, <laughs> he was a really good shot i'm like man how long have you been shooting he's like since september and i'm like wow <laughs> yeah. i mean his setup was awesome but, too but oh, yeah yeah and then power and then that power of youtube too man mm -hmm. like that's also like it's such an important resource yes. yeah YouTube, youtube is uh, for especially learning how to do stuff like it's Amazing. Well, I, I, I kind of like the TikTok. I think it's pretty fire. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah God, I love using the new lingo uh, on these kids. <laughs> they need, they I don't so, even have a TikTok. <laughs> so, so people need to stop making, watching TikTok. <laughs> so, but one of my favorite builds he did, and I, you know, he, he doesn't, you know, I, I told him, but you know, I don't think you realize the impact of it. So Evan invited, they said the manager, her name's Amanda, mm -hmm. invited her on the hunt last minute. She got to go. She got, and, you know, we told her, hey, all we have are the bows. So she went and bought all of her stuff, brought it to him. We were leaving that Sunday. He built the bow for her that Tuesday. She tried to get it dialed in on her brakes as she was coming in. And Junior finally just grabbed the bow and said, okay, I'm going to get her 20 and 30 down. So, yeah, so I, got it, I got it set up and everything, got it. And she's, like, she's very, like, she's experienced. She kills stuff all the time. She, yep. She's badass. Um, but she was, like, busy just going back and forth and mind you she's like 25 inch draw and i'm like all right give me a release you know pink release and whatnot you know <laughs> and i just tuck i just packed that shoulder in i was just like 20 yards just boom boom just like tight groups yeah. 20 30 i'm like all right give this a try and just a, just as i thought she was just right That's in awesome. that right we had this uh plate right or napkin like if we're in that napkin like dead like somewhat centered like we're good to go. Yeah, you and know, she killed the first night. No yeah, way. She's yeah. the only one for Black Rifle. Hell yeah. So you got you, you got a bunch of people that were invited, but for Black Rifle, you had me, uh, you had her, and you had a uh, guy Grizzly Forge. Yep. Now Grizzly Forge was the first one invited. He got a brand new bow from PSC. Dudley sent him all the accessories for it. He practiced every day, the latest greatest gear. There's me with my, but. $3,000 setup, latest, greatest gear. Yeah. Nothing. Here's her with the PSE Embark. What was the poundage on it? Like, oh, I put her at like 50. 50 pounds. Yeah. She, I mean, and that's what I, I told her. I go, I'm, I mean, 
you know, you know of course i go i don't care if you guys clown me at work because yeah I, i'm supposed to be this great yeah. badass hunter <laughs> but she's the one that tagged out with just again mm -hmm. just a setup i mean the ps you know that embark yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not a cheap bow but it's a you know it's a good q80 rest q80 rest i mean and you know that to be able to go on a bear hunt like that and I mean, she just and the bear pinwheeled at bear right spot Hell she's yeah. hunted before she knows what she's doing that bear piled up and she's the first one and the only one at black rifle to tag out and, that's awesome and it's funny different time zones get a text at like 1 a.m i'm like i was like amanda like you know i don't yeah. i don't have her number she's like well hey thanks for setting up just got a bear and the bears just piled up oh, the picture man. i was like no freaking way dude i was that's like awesome. that's so it was so cool that's good but yeah that was that was a that was a fun little build you know just mm -hmm. sighted myself and you know uh long story short i can shoot 25 inch draw <laughs> yeah. and if, I, if i'm ever in need for a backup just in case i'm like hey there you go any draw length will fit yeah. <laughs> you know? make it work yeah so aj's draw will fit you yeah, yeah exactly yeah t-rex <laughs> oh, hey i'm the t-rex oh, of the group <laughs> yeah i'm the t-rex arm of the group hey so you're on the same boat you just got done building a crap ton of bows for noden guys yeah so kind of in the same boat so noden's outdoors i got linked up with them uh it's been kind of like a slow like build our friendship but uh matt williams is one of the founders of uh of nodens outdoors so same kind of thing recognizing that you know like we all know archery is our therapy right mm -hmm. like it's our escape and um you know matt and uh, the other founders of nodens they come from the special operations and uh you know three-letter agency communities and trying to just start by helping people in their own backyard they've just been they they interview and they take transitioning out veterans that have never bow hunted before they get them uh set up with all new equipment um train them up and then they do a week basically boot camp at the ranch julian and in addition to bow hunting they also go over human performance supplementation because a lot of these guys you know from breaching explosions getting blown up they've got a lot of um uh, tbi and things that they're dealing with sleep deprivation so they also there's a they start off with a whole human performance component and then the bow hunting is really the the therapy um to get them out and the big focus is going to also be uh their families the next year so this right. year uh we've got eight recipients i think uh Two Marsoc guys, two SEALs, a, Delta, a former Delta Force guy, and I, uh, PJ, and I forget, uh, I forget the other uh, gentleman's uh, background. But yeah, it's been crazy working with them and super intimidating. Uh, but it's been it's been really cool to get to leverage Knights of the Apex, and I never saw it going this way. But be able to leverage the relationships with the companies that I've made, and to be able to help out, you know, these guys, yeah. um, it's been cool. So they all got. Uh, you know, PSE was a partner this year, so they're all they all received the new XF30s because they're going to be hunting out of tree saddles and ground blinds um, for some of their hunts. And uh, AAE, uh, thanks Isaac Jr. for for putting us in contact with them. Um, nice. But AAE rests, uh, Quattro um, stabilizers, Easton arrows, um, and a whole bunch of other spot hog sights. Uh, yeah, Protect. Um, this is their first bow too. Yeah, this is their first bow. So and they've got the right. new Easton bow truck case. Man. Uh, we Bow got them truck all, cases. Yeah, we got them all Dudley's uh, shot trainers, spot hog, uh, wise guy releases. So wow. Yeah, they don't like they got the the full suite. So I set up all their bows. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's been really cool. Some of them have like dived right in, and they're on their like second and third set of arrows that they've right. built themselves already. And that's awesome. Uh, yeah, we'll be heading out to uh, the Cooks Ranch over at Julian in uh, California come July. Um, to, for that little uh, immersion camp, yeah. and uh, super stoked for that because the feedback's been really positive, and um, 
Yeah, it's cool. Just it's been an honor to to get to help out with that. What I love about all, like the f three of you, right? You all mit leave a mark, and like senior, you could kind of even elaborate on this a little bit more, just because you've been in the industry for a very long time. This has kind of been your profession for a long time. People want to come into this and be like, oh, I want to shoot for so and so, or I want to be sponsored. I want to get this discount. I want to do that, but. There's a it's a bigger picture picture like you are advancing the next generation of archers like getting them ready to shoot all that type of stuff you're doing the same thing you're not just like some guy that's like you, you, I know you love gear but you're also you're doing something else with that now yeah so when you think about it it's not just I'm doing it for you guys are doing it for the right reasons and I think people sometimes miss that mark about why wanting to get into Correct. this industry well yes i mean for me archery's helped me a lot in life and i see it help a lot of people and it's a game changer mm -hmm. i mean again i'm a, i mean i'm 46 years old and i guess i'll never have a midlife crisis because i have archery <laughs> right. i mean but it's true though i mean you see some people especially ex high school athletes where that was their golden year they, i mean they got nothing to look forward to after that i'll never forget being in the locker room i was a crappy football player all right and i remember the coach saying this would be the one of the greatest you know things you do in your life and i remember sitting there saying god i hope not <laughs> you know but it's such a thing to help people and see people get into this and for anyone looking to get into this you're right they do it for the right and wrong reasons and mm -hmm. for aj for instance just so i you know make clear when i met aj i knew i knew his logo i knew who he was i saw what he was doing cool photos and that aj never asked me for a theme he never asked for a sponsorship. He never slid me over a paper with his tier levels, gold, silver sponsorships. He just started talking to me, and then AJ said, how can I help? Mm -hmm. and, it was, and it was built from that. I'm like, well, dude, help me with this. Here's some, you know, guy touch with Easton. Then I went to the Black Rifle Coffee, and he goes, I'm going to be in Salt Lake. Uh, and I was doing this veteran adaptive shoot, my first event ever with Black Rifle Coffee. And I was like, man, I, I don't man, I better knock this thing out of the park, and I needed coaches. And AJ goes, I'm gonna be in town. I mean, do you need some help, coach? I'm like, dude, yes. AJ mm -hmm. showed up, man. Mm -hmm. Didn't ask for a thing. Just wanted yep. to help. And you know, and that's when you could see the people, you know, the true, you know, the true intentions of people that way. Because it wasn't about him. It was about just getting out there, helping people with archery. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really hope you never get hired on with shake weight because I'm gonna have to find a way to incorporate that into my content somehow. But yeah, just keep working for cool companies. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean that's that's how it works. I mean, and being in this, and then when it comes down to working with you know being in this industry and that working with you know companies and that is word of mouth. Mm -hmm. It really does end up becoming word of mouth because they'll start asking you about them and things like that. And that's how you know that's how you build it i mean it's such a small community and small you know small arena but well we're just saying know. that too because i mean my co-host said it was dimitri and uh he's still working right now so he'll he's he'll be here later this evening and he was on the podcast with the three of us last year with it i mean we're even just saying he's working now with preston from mount physio yeah. yeah. oh, so, so so dimitri's a physical therapist at penn state university and we had preston on the podcast like yes. two three times preston's a great dude and i know you guys know him but the two of them being physical therapists and always obviously love hunting and everything, they build a great relationship and friendship. So now they're working together. Okay, AJ, so I got to know the Preston deal. How did he come to you and I for this? So quick story. Okay. I got let go from Easton. Mm -hmm. Seven years, got let go. Uh, my job was being dissolved, you know, no hard feeling towards him. And Preston goes, hey, man, if you, you know, send me your resume and I'll be happy to, you know, pass it along and see if you need a job. Because I didn't know where I was going quite yet. I mean, Evan offered me a job, but it was, you know, more of a 
uh, contracting gig. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't sure what it was going to turn into. So Preston goes, give me your resume. And I go, Preston, I go, I've had a laptop computer for the last 10 years. Our home computer was a Mac. And, you know, I don't even know what the password is. It's probably all bugged up from Junior playing video games or watching porn. <laughs> One of the two. And so, so I'm like, so I go, I don't have a computer. I go, so my, my you know, resume is on a hard drive. And that's all I said. And did he approach you, didn't he? Yeah, he, I don't remember exactly. It feels like a group message or he something. He approached me first about okay. it. And was like, hey, does your dad have a computer? And you were like right there. I was trying to ask, well, I'm like, heck, he needs to leave. Like, he needs to leave. <laughs> and then it was like back and forth. Like, I think he does. And then last I heard, I just said, you know what? Get him like I don't know like Mac. I think he likes a Mac or like whatever. So and, and so then, I, and then after that I didn't hear anything else after that. So Preston delivered me, came to my house with a MacBook Pro, with a card that said, "Let your friends do something for you because you've done so much for them." Holy shit! And it was AJ was on there. It was Preston, Mountain Ops, Hush, Fred Eichler, my buddy Adam Bender. Mm -hmm. I mean, so I I always but yeah I mean they all went in and they bought me a MacBook Pro. But seeing those names on there, especially at that time, because I'm 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 still nobody, but I was it's definitely nobody. But like it, what he said was perfect because I know when when we first linked up, like I think Coda had 500 followers. Like I I was taking photos on my phone, you know, like I I, I legitimately wanted to just help out. But you saw not just in me. I know like a lot, plenty of people in this industry. Like if you mention your name, like it carries so much weight because there's not a person in the industry that's any that is worth a grain of salt that has anything bad to say about you so that was seriously just like it, it was the least that that we all could do um after everything you've done for us and yeah and then, so that'd be so like talk about the industry small but the people in it mm -hmm. you know and i mean i was just blown away by that because there's times i've left a job and i whenever i leave a job the friends i thought i had were gone yeah this was not the case. Right. That's awesome. I love to hear it. Well, what, uh, what's been like, I want to go like do one more question because I think it could be a good one. Yeah. What's been like your funniest story within working with either black rifle coffee or like being in this industry basically? Oh man. There's a, there's a, there's quite a bit. I mean, I think, I think it's more, it's, I think it's more of like the bit, the main one though is when I started at shields, the more I started, it was like they'll look at me, they'll like, like kind of give like I like feel like they're giving me dirty looks. I just look up and I'm like, you know, like did I do something to this dude, you yeah. know? And they're like, like I know Isaac Elman. Is he fit like from Badlands or what? <laughs> like, you know, it's yeah. like or it's like oh yeah, so I'm like that's my dad. And they're like oh, I haven't seen that man in a minute or like anything or even like now it's came to the point to where it's like doctor visits. Like I went um, it was one time like with my mom. My mom came with me. And we were just sitting there. It was like a physical thing. It was like a while ago. And the dude's like, he's like, I know your dad. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. I'm like, high school? And he's like, no, like, dude. He's like, he's like the Hush video. Or the Mountain Like, dude, yeah. Like, I, like, that's cool. Like, yeah. Oh, man. Like, that's cool. You know all those guys. And my mom was just like, oh, who are you guys now? <laughs> but like, I'd say, like, that's the, that's the main one, too. And um, I would say the also how good veterans are at like shooting bows yeah. you know yeah. taking that from a like a you know like a, like like some with like snipers ars like they put that into bows that's just like i don't need to, i don't need to say much you yeah. know they just take it over they're like 
Okay, so it's pretty much this. And, then and the trash talking from them. That's what's funny. And the trash the talking. Yeah. They're oh, yeah. great. I mean, the way they trash talk. Yeah. I've learned and some I, new lingo oh, yeah. from hanging out with the Black Rose. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. I know. I've, I've learned all the new lingo, but I kind of just throw it all together. And they're yeah. just like, what are you saying? Yeah. Right the the so. funniest for me is when I was at home one time and I have a missed FaceTime call from Evan Hafer, you know, the boss, okay? Yep. We don't talk on an everyday basis. And I got two missed FaceTime calls from him. I'm like, oh, oh boy, what did I mess up? What I mess up, and then I get a FaceTime call from him, and then there's the owner. Yo, I'm taking Junior's milk money. They're all <laughs> shooting their bows, and he's like, I'm taking your son's oh, milk money. Oh, yeah, that's good. He goes, he's not gonna have any money for you. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the thing. When he comes out, I'm just like, I'm not easy on him. It's like right yeah. away, I'm like, oh, I got something for you. It's called retirement after this. That's awesome. <laughs> you know? Hell yeah. Oh. That's good. What about you, eh? Uh, I, I've had a couple of like funny experiences. Just most of them are black rifle related, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, I Junior and I went down to San Antonio to help set up oh. the uh, their their little like a little bow shop for them at the ranch. And my first night there, you know, like they they took me out to dinner and stuff. Some of the guys, and then uh, we were driving back to the ranch because that's where I was going to be staying for the the weekend. And uh, we, we, the, the guy who was taking me left his car at the gate. So I had to jump out and he's like, just drive the, the Black Rifle truck. So I'm dr I get in Black Rifle Coffee, he's like decked out to coma. I'm like, we're, we're sober enough. Uh, we're on a back road, like it's fine. Uh, like driving there, and this road, like it's not a real road going to the ranch. Like, it's like it an is, off road, like yeah, it's like road, yeah, yeah, yeah big, in like, pitch black Texas. Like never been here or driven this truck before. Like had, flew all day. Like I'm in La La Land, so I'm like paranoid driving this truck. Right? Yeah, we make it there. It's fine, no big deal. We get into the ranch, and uh, and walk into the kitchen, and Evans there with some other guy that is like a, some CEO of some company or something, and I'm just like, and they're just like telling stories and stuff, and and uh, and he's like telling a story, and I'm like, yeah, dude, like I listen, literally just listened to you on Rogan like five minutes, and it was one of those like just very, like I was still like so new to like just knowing all these people and stuff. It was just a very weird experience, but it was I, I, funny. I love when you were there and you were posting it like to go along on your Instagram, and there was that one photo when they did like a collective podcast and like a photo or the dinner like the cook off, and you posted the photo and Evans kind of like eyeballing you. Oh, from the that side. was a different time. And, yeah, <laughs> and you were, and he posted. He was like. Evan's probably thinking, who the fuck is this oh, guy? He's, he, I think he just perpetually thinks that because that, yeah, that leads into another one. Because so coming, leaving the ranch from that, that was a different time. Leaving the ranch from that time, no, there was no cars for like, there's no way for me to get to the airport, and Uber couldn't get there. So, so Dudley is packing up his stuff to go back to the HQ with Evan. And I'm like, hey, could I jump in with you guys? So I'm in the back of Evan's car with him and Dudley. And, like, they're talking, but, like, Evan keeps looking back at me like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, in my back seat that I'm driving back to. This is for sure accurate. Like, yeah. how, how he's acting. For yeah. sure. oh, but man. that's what you need to drop. Said, Don't you know who I'm at? I'm Junior's friend. Yeah, yeah. That's what oh, you should have said. There was right another, I'm surprised. He's, like, fake fired me at this point. Because, yeah, I, I was making coffee that morning. He's like, do you work for us? And I'm like. Kinda like yeah. I, I'm on contract occasionally. He's like, he's like, oh, I'd, I'd yell at you if you worked for us. I still don't know what I did wrong, but I, I, I know I dodged a bullet. I yell at you. Yeah. 
That's oh, awesome. Man. That's good stuff, boys. Well, man, I, I don't want to take up much of your time, and I just appreciate you guys for, for everything, one, but obviously, two, for sitting down here and taking some time out, 45 minutes of your time to chat with me and hang out. Like I said, I, I, I was teaching today until only uh, 10.52, and I was counting down the seconds to, to get out of there and drive two more hours to get here to come back because, you know, I love hanging out with you guys, so I appreciate it. I can, no, man. You're welcome. Thank All you. Right, appreciate Always good, appreciate you having us on, man. Absolutely. Yep. All right, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in. See you next week. Antler up. That's a wrap for another episode of the Antler Up podcast. Again, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Check us out over at antlerupoutdoors.com. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our Go Wild pages. Thank you again, everybody, for all the continued support. See you next week. Antler Up.